Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Hammer Time 1987 podcast, a podcast where all we do is win. Back after a bit of a hiatus, but joining me to discuss our decaying world is none other than conservative theologian, Politico, and all-around great guy, Garrick Wright. Welcome back to the show. Happy Memorial Day. Yes, it is Memorial Day. What are you supposed to say? Are you supposed to say Happy Memorial Day? I once said that to two uh, people at church that are that were veterans, and they kind of laughed and said, thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, it's you're supposed to be remembering the fallen and, well, the injured, I suppose. It's, yeah. I'm not sorry to be celebrating that, per se. I don't know. Yeah, it's not really a happy thing, I yeah. guess. I'm sure so it's I'm, a happy day for the deep state. Well, yeah. <laughs> Look at all these Americans we killed. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't really know what to say to people. Yeah, I think Happy Memorial Day. Okay. Hey, I mean, we get to eat sausages and hot dogs and burgers and... And cookies and cake and... Yeah. And have a day off. Thanks to the boys of Normandy for it. That's right. I'm sure they'd be proud. <laughs> I don't think they would. <laughs> Do you remember last year there was a... Sorry, there, there was a, a uh, veteran... Um, he was, you know, old guy, and he was, he was on the news, and he was like, oh, "It wasn't. We didn't die for this." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "It's about time one of these old timers said something." Yeah, yeah. It's like must the, be so disappointed. Yeah, this country is so messed up. Like, I can't even imagine being, you know, yeah. saying, "Oh yeah, that was worth it." Yeah, yeah. But that's sad. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, like, like when I was growing up, thinking about World War Two, and you see the the, sh- the pictures and stuff, like them storming Normandy or whatever, you think, oh, they're like they're like men, they're like thirty, thirty five years old, like they were eighteen, yeah, seventeen year old kids. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you put, yeah, they're you know twenty eight year old guys wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Now we'd have. Purple hair and tattoos storming the beach. Went to Wegmans today and I saw some odd hair colors. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be a, a common thing, or at least more common. It's not encouraging. No, it's like all the cotton candy hair, and it's yeah. like, ugh, gross. Yeah, I don't know. Women, <clears throat> I don't know. It's just not attractive, really, at all. No, I don't. I don't go with the. I mean, I, I was okay with a highlight here or there, but now yeah. it's like, yeah, I think there was like a lady that had green and pink in her hair, and the entire thing was, yeah. like, part of it was green and the other half was pink, and yeah. it's like, oh, that looks horrible. <laughs> Brave new world. Yeah. Well, Garrick, we have a lot to talk about. Uh 2024 presidential race is up and running. Mm-hmm. We've got our good old friend Joe Biden to talk about, Tucker Carlson, John Durham, Target, the LA Dodgers, Christian nationalism, Brother Nathaniel. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, what did he say? <laughs> <laughs> Diane Feinstein, oh, yeah. Bill Gates. Yeah. Josh Allen. Man, we just got a lot. So, Oh, boy. Well, since we're on the topic of disgusting things, just a quick sidebar. We just saw a movie in which, I guess, the climax of the film is some young kid tries to basically chop his, his stuff off. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or bleed himself out through his genitals, however you want to take that. Yeah. Um, it, it, these kids, these are teenagers at a conversion gay conversion therapy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, camp uh, based on a, a book and takes place in 1993. I looked it up on IMDb. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so the one kid <clears throat> gets denied by his father because, you know, to be able to come home because he's still too effeminate. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they find him trying to cut off his genitalia. Right. Um, yeah, and then, you know, a couple 
you know, three other kids uh, leave, and that's how it ends. <laughs> right. <laughs> they, 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 uh, they escape. <laughs> so that brings me up to this topic of seeing castrations in movies and films being a lot more common now than they used to. Uh, as an example, there's a Netflix show called The Last Kingdom, which is a medieval times type film. Anyway, one of the opening scenes is a Viking raider, you know, chopping off a monk's, you know, dick and balls and stuff. Oh. And then, uh, in the, you remember Game of Thrones, there was a character that was a eunuch. Yeah, yeah. And so I was thinking when I was walking outside the other day, I said, I wonder if they're putting that out there in the films because they want to encourage more transgenders and people to sort of make it normal. I, I would say, yeah. 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 I, I, I'm definitely down for that conspiracy. Yeah, I think that's right. And I'd say I'd pretty much rather would just die than to have that happen to me. Yeah. There's no point to live after that. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you would definitely have... Uh, oof. Yeah, I wouldn't want to... I don't, I don't really know what the point would be. Yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway, well... Uh, I don't know. It seems like this this transgender fever is just running wild, and the fever is not breaking. No, um, yeah, we're gonna get into Target later. And <laughs> yeah, so we'll we'll come back to this. <laughs> <laughs> we always do. <laughs> All right, Garrick. It's official. Ron DeSantis is in the GOP primary race. 2024, Tim Scott is in on the Republican <laughs> side. Oh, boy. Things are heating up. Uh, oh, let's start with this. What is, at this point, your general perception of the 2024 race and, and what's happening on the Republican side? Uh, it's between Trump and DeSantis. Um, now, DeSantis, I... I liked up until, you know, he's really kind of connected to a lot of deep state people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, you know, it's, um, but, you know, he's he's been a successful governor. Right. uh, And certainly successful from an electoral standpoint. Right. So, yeah, I think that is a compelling argument. Um, mm-hmm. But then again, when you have losers running your campaign, you know, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a fair uh, summary. <laughs> <laughs> well, so here is my whole thing. I know we've talked about this before. I never saw the benefit of DeSantis running because if he runs and he loses, which I think is the most likely thing, he could end up like Ted Cruz mm-hmm. or just someone who's not really going to be a president ever. Yeah. Or if he wins and he beats Trump, the always Trumpers will, will hate him forever. And I don't see how he wins the general nomination if, you know, the only Trump crowd hates him. And then, of course, you just have the Civil War, which seems to benefit the establishment and the Democrats and the media. I don't think it really benefits our side, per se. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but yeah. I, I just I don't really see the benefit to him running. I never, and I never really did. He should have waited four years and ran in 2028. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, I do see that point. He, it could be the case that he is controlled opposition, uh, trying to basically split the, uh, split the ticket, split the loyalties. Um, right. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, there's also that possibility that uh, he become he does the, uh, he's a running mate. Right. With Trump. Right. Although, I don't know, I think, I think it's be uh, kind of hard, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Donald Trump is going to like uh, no. Ron DeSantis anymore. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> well, so one of the arguments that the DeSantis people are making is suggesting that Donald Trump turned the country over to Fauci and he was really bad on COVID. Mm-hmm. And I think there's some truth to it, but I remember COVID a little bit differently. We're going to see here if you remember it the same way. It was only three years ago, but it's kind of funny how people seem to reinterpret events, at least the way that I remember them. So what I remember 
Yeah. It was two weeks to flatten the curve. And Trump wanted to open the country by Easter. So Easter came and went. At that point, the horse was out of the barn. All of those states, New York and California, they all shut down. Uh, Florida shut down as well. And I remember the media going ballistic. Of course, they always go ballistic. But going ballistic on Donald Trump because he wasn't listening to Fauci enough. Right. And... You know, Trump was killing everyone and he wasn't listening to the medical people and he was evil and should be charged with genocide and blah, 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 blah. So as the campaign keeps going, I remember Trump wanting to open things up. Of course, it didn't happen the way that we wanted it to. DeSantis sort of followed suit in Florida. You could argue Trump should have fired Fauci, but there was the campaign. But I don't really remember it totally being that Trump did everything Fauci said. No. I mean, we'd be really screwed then. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't... Is that your way you remember, or do you remember things differently here? Uh, I I, I think... I mean, yeah, I I remember... Closing out... When you closed on the country, and the thought of going back to any version of normalcy... That was just totally insane to people. Um, it's kind of hard to remember now, now that we are basically back to normal. But, yeah. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, people went, uh, yeah, I mean, the media, like you said, would have been, would have gone ballistic. Right. Um, and I even remember telling my mom, the only way he gets out of this is with a vaccine. Mm. <clears throat> Which, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> now... I would I would have to say that what's concerning is that there doesn't appear to be um, I don't know that there was a, a very good learning uh, experience <laughs> right. from Donald Trump. But yeah, I I don't know that he looks at it as he did anything wrong. Right. Um, you know the idea of shutting down the entire country. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> think about it. Now. And we said it at the time, you and I did. I remember we were in the basement and we're like, what the hell is everyone thinking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember Ted Cruz saying, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you can't do this. <laughs> we were the minority of the minority, believe me. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. I, I, to this day, I can't believe that it happened. Uh, yeah. But, um, but, yeah, I think Trump... Uh, still agrees with doing that and yeah um so it, it's it's not to say that he'd fall for that particular thing again but right. it, it does raise questions as to his discernment sure sure yeah and and that was not trump's finest moment to be fair if i was president or you were president would we have done everything anything differently well we wouldn't have shut down the country or at least i would not have wanted to anyway um but yeah, I mean, it was, it wasn't Trump at his best. Yeah, put it that way. Um, the other thing that I also remember is, like, people seem to think like the real hardcore DeSantis supporters. Of, you know, Florida was always opened, and you know, DeSantis would have fired Fauci, and DeSantis was great. And I remember it actually that Georgia was the state that liberals went ballistic on. Because I remember people saying there was going to be, like, uh, carriages with dead bodies being piled up in the streets <laughs> of Georgia. And I remember Florida shutting down and then opening. So, I, again, I, I, it's whatever. But Yeah, it's kind of a blur, especially yeah. from New York. It's kind <laughs> <Yeah>. of... Uh, <laughs> um, but it's the other thing, too. Like, I don't really know what DeSantis says in order to win the primary. He's going to say, well, I'm kind of like Trump, but I'm not Trump. <laughs> and Donald Trump did a bad job on COVID. Is that really going to be enough? I don't yeah. know. Well, you could probably say, you know, I won against the fags. <laughs> um, I mean, even though he, you know, doesn't really see, he, I guess he supports gay marriage and all that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, 
Maybe we need Rick Santorum. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess maybe the last thing on DeSantis, he has this war, I guess we'll call it a war, against Disney. Yeah. And the thing is, like, it might work with people like us, but the country at large, um, I don't think it's popular to go after Disney. People really like Disney. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to Disney yeah, well, next yeah. week. <laughs> um I hate Disney. I'd love it if a nuclear bomb went off. (laughs) But, um, you know, yeah, it is what it is. Um, But, you know, it's nice to see somebody leveraging political power uh, Mm -hmm. on our side to to punish um, entities. Um, If that's the game that we're going to play... Yeah, this whole libertarian thing. We can't we can't play that game if the other side's going to play uh, totalitarianism. Right. We're going to have to we're going to have to fight back with. Oh no, the, there are some things that you can't do. There are, right. yeah, you know. And right. Hey, he's the only governor I see doing it. It's not. It's not. Uh, uh, right. what's his ass in uh, Texas um, um, wheelchair guy uh, Abbott yeah Greg Abbott yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the wheelchair man <laughs> well, that guy's uh, a rhino if I ever saw one <laughs> we have a lot of rhinos uh, <laughs> sure do well I'd say this for Ron he's he, as you mentioned he's probably done as well as any governor on the Republican side has ever done and I just hope that he hasn't been corrupted by the Bush family and the deep state. And maybe his campaign won't take off and he'll get out early or maybe he'll shock everyone and be amazing and win. But I have concerns. So. Yeah. Well, we, we don't politic well. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> Looking backwards, since we just looked backward briefly at COVID, 2022, we had the midterm elections. You and I were sitting here. Turned out to be a rather disappointing evening. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> the only election that's ever been good is 2016, but anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and people have brought up some of the, it's, you know, it was Trump's fault. It was um, abortion, you know, it, all these different reasons. And there was a study that was done. And they came back and they said the reason the Democrats did better than expected was ballot harvesting and mail-in balloting. Yeah. The places where Democrats did well was where that happened. Yeah. That's the reason they did well in the 2022 midterms. And so anyway, the point is, if it's, it doesn't matter if it's Trump or DeSantis. If there's no counterpunch here, they're not going to win. Yeah, that's ultimately how I yeah. feel. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, yeah. yeah, no, that's exactly right. I mean, I remember in Arizona, they um, had, in GOP districts, they had uh, malfunctioning right. uh, polling booths, you know. It's and like, only in GOP districts. Right. Right. So it's like, well... Um, I know. I kind of feel like we're not addressing the elephant in the room here. Um, yeah, it's. I, I don't know if if tr- what Trump and DeSantis have to say to any of this, right. um, or what anybody in the GOP has to say to any of this. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think it's a. I, I'm not very optimistic. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be awful if we're sitting on election night and. We get the whole, well, you know, there's more ballots coming in, and uh, we don't know how many are outstanding, but they're breaking 95% for Joe Biden. We yeah. We through that nightmare again. Now, I have to tell you, I know we're talking about Joe Biden, but <laughs> no, we'll just wait. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about Joe. I was going to talk about Tucker Carlson, then we can talk about Joe. Okay. Tucker Carlson was fired. He was Fox News. He was the reason people watched Fox News. He was the money maker for Fox News. Yeah. And the Murdoch family fired him. Yeah. And they fired him because he was exposing January 6th and the fraud that that was and covering election issues. And 
I was really, sh- I guess I shouldn't have been shocked, but I was still shocked. I'm like, they fired their moneymaker. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you know, because Rupert is, well, he's really old. Uh, <laughs> and his uh, family is, you know, his kids are taking over. Right. Um, and I know that they are not as conservative. Uh, well, yeah. Just probably downright progressive, right? Uh, when it comes down to it, and you know, I don't know if how much power Rupert still has, but um, yeah, it, it. I was kind of surprised that he was allowed to go on this long. That's true. I, yeah, I saw over the last you know two three years, I saw him saw Tucker on with you know doing interviews with other people, uh, and they would ask. <clears throat> about you know his relationship with Fox News, and he says they don't say anything to me. Look, that I I say what I believe, and I don't know how long I'll be able to stay here. Right. But um, you know, so far it's been great. Uh, but I don't ex. You know, basically, I don't think he would be surprised if right uh, they put an end to it. And, um, yeah, they allowed him to stay longer than I would have thought. But, yeah, no, I, I don't I don't know what the point of watching Fox News would be now. Yeah. Sean Hannity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've lost. Well, they used to have three million viewers in Tucker's time slot, and now they have one and a half. So they've lost half of their audience, which yeah. you still think, how would a million people watch, still keep watching? But then they have taken a big hit. Yeah, I'm surprised there's only three million. Huh. But yeah, uh, which is like three times the amount on MSNBC and CNN. But right, yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing Tucker, of course, was he was the only anti-war person with Ukraine. Yeah, well, that could so, also be man. The deep state they just suck on that that tit for Ukraine. They just obsessed with that thing. Yeah, and I I have absolutely no idea what's even going on there. So it's still <laughs> going on. <laughs> Russia's winning as they always have been. <laughs> they were never in danger of losing, but according to uh, what's his name, Mark Milley, we need to support the Ukrainians. <laughs> Mark Milley, that fat ass. <laughs> yeah. um, so Tucker is going to go on Twitter. I would say this: like I understand, like Fox News sucks, cable news sucks, but I didn't think it was a positive thing to have the only real conservative you know, be taken off of television and be forced to go on Twitter. Like, I don't see that as a good thing. No. No. Well, maybe it's the end of uh, the era of news. Oh, that would be good. That would be good. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we'll see. I... uh, Maybe Tucker will pop back uh, or maybe he'll stay retired. Who knows? Yeah, he's probably made quite a bit of money. Yeah. 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 Well, good for Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Joe Biden. Oh. Well, I'll just mention this, and then you can go into what you wanted to say about. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this story that the IRS is inter- was uh, investigating Hunter Biden. There's a whistleblower that's come out and basically said that the IRS um, FBI is is basically looking the other way on this whole thing. And then the Department of Justice apparently fired the whole Hunter Biden investigative team, whatever that really means. I just think, like, they don't even hide it anymore. No. They're just like, we don't give a shit. Like, we're protecting our people. Yeah. I mean, you know, we have, you have, you have his laptop, you have pictures of him with, you know, snorting cocaine off of a hooker's <laughs> ass. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, well... And then, yeah, I mean, the whole thing with, uh, you know, running the oil money and whatever it was. (laughs) I mean, the guy has no experience with anything, no reason to be (laughs) doing that. It's like, obviously, it's a money laundering scheme. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I know we're going to get into the Durham thing, but yeah, yeah, it's like, 
Yeah, it's yeah. let's just take a really long time to investigate something that we all know the answer to. Right. <laughs> people it, will it'll yeah. run its course. Yeah, it's always been ludicrous to think that Biden didn't know about any of the stuff that was going on. Yeah. You know, with his son and apparently there's bank accounts that show money is going into the family's name. <laughs> it's just Apparently, you're the big guy. You don't look like a very big guy to me. <laughs> that's probably what Trump would say. Hey, that's what he said uh, during, the, during the first debate. Yeah. <laughs> now, that was something that was really fun to watch at the time. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, oh, dear. <laughs> it was like the worst debate in history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say that Donald Trump pretty much put an end to presidential debates. <laughs> I remember you looked at me like he has got some rage in him. <laughs> he sure does. <laughs> well, Joe Biden, as of right now, he's running. He's leading Robert Kennedy Jr. in the polls for the Democratic primary. He's going to be 81 years old. He's just so lost up there. Uh, what do you think of old Joe? <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> I mean, my goodness. I didn't think he'd make it through the first <laughs> term. And, it's, you know, there, there's, there's, uh, the, there's this guy, Stu Peters, <laughs> on Twitter who... Uh, you know he's a he's a nut, but you know I do <laughs> find a lot of what he says to be kind of funny and interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like you know he's convinced that Michelle Obama is a man, yeah. and <laughs> um, so but uh, <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> so he's <laughs> he posted a video of Joe Biden talking. He's like the man. <laughs> Impersonating Joe Biden, his face is, uh, his mask is <laughs> falling off or something. And they show like all the wrinkles like capping. <laughs> now, with today's AI, I have no idea what's going on, but it did look really weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's like maybe it is somebody who's impersonating Joe Biden. Maybe he's not, maybe he's not alive. Maybe, or maybe he's, you know, yeah. still in his basement in Delaware and <laughs> it's all AI. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Right now, that would make more sense to me than this old <laughs> asshole <laughs> actually running this country and 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 running again for president. I mean, this is so ludicrous. <laughs> well, I think it was Alex Jones who said that they just have a cocktail of drugs that they pump them up with. Yeah, and I... I I certainly believed that for the uh, the um, yeah. debates and stuff the last time around, and right. um, but you know he was just seemed to be going downhill so quickly, and <laughs> I don't I don't know. It's just I wouldn't think that he'd still be able to walk around and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and. Uh, I guess as it comes to the campaign, I mean, remember last time he didn't campaign, he just was in his basement. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if he really is doing this thing again, whether they'll just keep him at the White House, have him give a press conference for five minutes and walk away. Yeah, I, I would assume. Um, hey, if I got him 81 million last time. Right. Hey, if you can <laughs> harvest those ballots, what do you need to campaign for? Yeah. But, you know, even that begs the question, why have why have Joe as the figurehead? Why not right. put somebody in there that... It's, it's got to be that they can't get Kamala out, which you think she could be bought off, but... I mean, they oh, must yeah. be so afraid of her that they don't want to go down that route. But the yeah. thing is, if Joe wins again, that she's runner-ups. Like, they're going to have to deal with her at some point, either now or later. Yeah... I guess I kind of even thought that, you know, she's an idiot too. And so right. I really thought they'd get rid of both of them and put up, put up uh, Gavin Newsom. Right. Um, kind of surprised that Hillary Clinton isn't being thrown about. I mean, Joe Biden has pretty much broken the ceiling of, <laughs> of age and uh, That's true. mental acuity. Uh, so I... 
Yeah, I don't see why we wouldn't bring Hillary Clinton back. <laughs> <laughs> well, she... I saw a story. She said something like Biden's age uh, could be a concern or something like that. <laughs> I'm like, well, she's kind of wiggling her way in there maybe a little bit. Yeah. Um, but uh, I guess if anybody big were to make a run at it, they would probably do it pretty quickly. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it looks like old Joe's going to be there again. Yeah. Yeah. I think I saw a poll on the, uh, that uh, it was like 40% of Democrats prefer Biden, 20% prefer RFK Jr. And it's like, oh, well, it's pretty sad for RFK Jr. That. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad. Well, Joe Biden, I like you said, it doesn't make any sense. He's an extraordinary politician. I mean, he won in 2020 with the most votes in history. I mean, yeah. Maybe he's amazing, and we're the ones who are on the outside looking in. I mean, we must miss it. Oh, I'm missing something. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. <clears throat> well, Garrick, speaking of missing something, John Durham has wrapped up his investigation. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who don't remember, John Durham was appointed by... Bill Barr was Attorney General under Trump to investigate the Russia fiasco and the intelligence agencies of the Obama administration that opened up an illegal investigation of Donald Trump. No one was really prosecuted of any, anybody of any high status. No one was, had any charges brought against them, even though I think there was sufficient evidence to do so. And the findings basically said that, oh yeah, by the way, Comey and Brennan all lied, and they used fake info from the Clinton Foundation or Clinton campaign, and it was all a bunch of garbage, and there never should have been an investigation to begin with. But no one really got in trouble for it, really. Yeah, it's like at this point, who even remembers us? Yeah, <laughs> who cares? Right. Um, right, right. Yeah, I remember. Uh, Remember my boss, um, I was talking to him about it after, I think it was after the inauguration, and he mentioned Durham, and I was, I was like, well, that's not going to lead anywhere. He's like, well, I think they're just trying to, you know, make sure that's an airtight case and all that. And <laughs> I was, this is an airtight case. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, I had I, I couldn't believe my ears. I mean, this is I know that he's uh, a Wall Street Journal kind of guy, but I thought he was a little bit smarter. Than that. <laughs> An airtight case. <laughs> oh man, you're right. There's not enough oxygen getting in there. Ay <laughs> Well. <laughs> Some people just will never learn. <laughs> it's just, it's people, I don't know. I'm just, there's no hope, really. I don't. <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> Man, so, wow. Well, <laughs> I think that probably sums it all up. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, he was a cover for the deep state. Yeah. And even people like Dinesh D'Souza kind of fell for it, so. Although I think Dinesh realizes now, but. Yeah. Just, well. Dinesh can be a little bit um, optimistic, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to lower your expectations, Dinesh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of lowering expectations, Garrick, the L.A. Dodgers had a pride night. Yeah. <laughs> and this was not just you know, some ordinary pride night. It was, I don't even know how to describe this, a satanic group that was insulting Catholic nuns. And I just saw one video clip of it. It was a bunch of gay guys. Presumably they were gay. Uh, they had a, a cross, and they, one of the guys was pretending to be crucifixed, and the other guy was like, you know, had his butt in his face, and they were crawling all over each other. Yeah, they, yeah. So they were drag queens. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, and that one person pretending to be crucified and somebody else, like, you know, twerking in front of him or giving him a lap yeah. dance, that type of thing. Yeah. And I, I, I remember reading a little bit about the uh, story, but not, no details. I just saw something about Dodgers and the nuns of, or the, um, The Sisters of Infinite Indulgence or something. I was like, so I thought that was like an actual uh, name of like a a diocese or something. And then I found out that it was, uh, yeah, drag queen uh, (laughs) people. Right. um, Yeah, it was a bizarre bizarre thing. Heretical and... uh, Yeah. I just—I mean, I know it's California, but <laughs> like, what's wrong with these people? Like, you take your family to a baseball game, and that's what you walk into. You're like, yeah, I'm okay with that. Just, uh, well, <laughs> I don't think I would, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, turn around, we're getting in the car and going home. <laughs> Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's another thing. It's not even June. And, uh, yeah, they're starting early. Yeah, it's it's like May and June is, yeah. is for weirdos. Yeah, so the Dodgers have tried to make up for it. They have announced a Christian and family night. So that makes everything square again, apparently. They should have John MacArthur there to... Uh... <laughs> Burn the stadium to the ground. <laughs> You are all undes- all deserving of hellfire. <laughs> yeah, well, they certainly are. Yeah. <laughs> well, another uh, cultural event occurred at Target. Target started to sell LGBT. Well, I guess they've always been selling LGBT clothes, but they have a bathing suit called the tuck suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where apparently men can tuck their dick and balls and make it so that it doesn't show up in a woman's bathing suit. And I think there's even like a chest compression uh, for for the ladies. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know what to say. And I walked into a a Target uh, last week, and I tell you, it's a, it's like the first thing that you see is this pride section, right. and oh, oh, some stores have moved it back to the back of the store. In the southern states. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Georgia is so conservative now, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just... I, I, like, the real... One of the even more disturbing things, they were selling uh, infant, like, newborn LGBT clothes. Yeah. Um, yeah, they... they uh... Contracted with a an artist, quote unquote, uh, <laughs> who is a Satanist, and um, aren't they all? <laughs> well, yeah, and uh, yeah, this person did uh, some say some satanic uh, mm-hmm. baby clothes, um, and, and yeah, other pride clothes for kids, and so yeah, it's. Um, it's an unfortunate situation. Yeah. Well, there are people boycotting Target. They have suffered some losses financially, but I walked by there today and it still seemed like plenty of people were going in. So. Yeah, I. I and you know they they. I don't even I don't even really understand these numbers. Like, oh, they've lost ten billion dollars in yeah. ten days or whatever, and it's like. Well, they don't seem to be too... <laughs> doesn't seem to be hurting them too much. I, <laughs> right. It's like, I can't believe these numbers. It's like, how much are people, are, are companies worth these days? What the fuck? Right. <laughs> Who spends that much money at Target? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Garrick, one person who is on our side is Brother Nathaniel. <laughs> <laughs> at least in some ways. <laughs> anyway, he... Uh, promotes this uh, belief in Christian nationalism, ah. which he says that the country was founded on Christianity, and he sh- we should combine 
Christianity with, you know, nationalism understood as promoting American interest and being, you know, actually caring about our citizens, being pro-USA. Uh, and I met Charlie Kirk, conservative commentator, is big on Christian nationalism. Uh, the government, I believe, has designated it as a terrorist belief or uh, something hmm. that we shouldn't believe in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but really what I want to get at with Brother Nathaniel is he, of course, is very anti-Semitic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I'm wondering if, like, because he would probably say, listen, like, if you don't believe in Jesus or you don't believe in Christ, uh, you're going to hell. Right. And if you don't believe in my God, then I don't have any respect for you and you're going to be in hell anyway. So why should I be respectful to you or embrace you or say that your views are okay? Is there any uh, sort of foundation there to say, you know what? Maybe he's got a point that we shouldn't be embracing those other religions and saying, oh, you know, you can believe what you want to believe because in reality all these people are going to face a fiery end. Um, well, I, I guess... So, so my understanding of Christian nationalism is that um, it, it's sort of like there's... A certain set of moral standards as a country we should expect. Mm -hmm. I would love that. <laughs> now, I don't know how you force that upon a, right. a nation. So I, I don't, um, you know, what, whatever the theory is with this, I, I don't see it working. Um, as. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> um, you know, I've I've thought for a while now that um, agreed with those pastors who say that we are in a Romans one judgment of God has abandoned us to our sinful nature, mm -hmm. and um, basically we have been given over to a depraved, reprobate mind. Mm. Um, so I, I don't, you know, what, whatever, whatever these people with Christian nationalism want to try to enforce, I, I don't, I don't see it working. Um, yeah. but uh, I'm yeah. sorry. What was the question? I <laughs> <laughs> is, is brother Nathaniel's anti-Semitism or just dislike of non-Christians, could that sort of be justified in the sense that, hey, these people are going to hell, so we should be really tough on them because they need to repent, and if I have to be mean or insulting or whatever, I'm, I'm oh. right in doing that. Oh, okay. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, the, the Christian is called to love your neighbor, and to love your enemy. Oh, well, I'm yeah. brother. Yeah, yeah exactly. You <laughs> wouldn't believe that. Okay. <laughs> um, no, you know, that, that does, you know, love, the kind of love that is discussed that they're talking about there is, you know, sometimes a love that hurts, you know, love that requires the truth. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you don't just, you just, write off a group of people. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I wouldn't... Uh, I, I get... I, I get where some of his... Uh, his feelings come from, but yeah, you could probably um, mitigate that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, well... Not that you would ever be called out on it, but... Isn't it true that people of other faiths are going to hell? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You would not be welcomed at diversity, equity, and inclusion saying that, though. Uh, no, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, you know, that's why uh, the Bible says that, uh, you know, Jesus said that the world hated me because I testify to their evil deeds. Um, yeah. And... 
that the gospel is offensive. It is foolishness to the Gentile and a stumbling block to the Jew. Hmm. Uh, Well, we'll pick up on that in a future podcast, I'm sure. Uh, Why don't we finish up with a couple of people to talk about? Let's start with Dianne Feinstein. Speaking of a Jew. (laughs) Speaking of really old and just not with it. (laughs) So she... Uh, she's 89, which seems a lot older than that, but she's 89, and I guess the other day she was in the Senate, she couldn't understand why Kamala Harris was there, because Harris was like a tie-breaking vote, and she didn't understand what she was doing there. And then uh, they asked her, where have you been? Because she was out for a while, and she said, I've been here the whole time, I haven't left. I'm like, oh, Lord. (laughs) Yeah, I thought I also heard that she... That they were like, because I think she's on a wheelchair, so they were like right. rolling her somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, where are we going? <laughs> Man, term limits. Yeah, I mean, there has to be term limits. There has to be uh, an age limit. We, yeah. we need to do that. And shame on the, well, always shame on the people of California, but particularly the Democratic voters in California. Like, really? You're just electing a woman in her late 80s year after year to go back to the Senate. Yeah, that's really disgusting. Pathetic. Yeah, when did she win? Did she win in 2020? I think she won. It's like, my goodness. She was still 86 at that point. Oh. (laughs) 86, and she had medical issues back then, I'm sure. And they they had just, and they had come out with the fact that her driver was a spy. A Chinese spy. (laughs) I guess that didn't deter anyone. <laughs> I don't think he probably learned anything from that dementia, Diane. But <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Bill Gates had an affair with some 20-year-old girl. At least that's what we found out. Jeffrey Epstein, um, I guess, had an email where he was threatening to expose the affair on Bill Gates. And really, the only comment I have on that is apparently Bill Gates is a real perv. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's on Epstein's list. He's <laughs> <laughs> got the money. Uh, speaking of potential inappropriate behavior, Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. I don't uh, know if you heard this whole story. I don't think I did. So Josh Allen has been dating or was dating his high school, college girlfriend. Okay. And she came up here with him to Buffalo. And she's got a big Instagram following and everything. And anyway... Uh, the rumors circulate that Josh Allen was having an affair with a woman from Channel 2 and hmm. got this woman pregnant. Oh. And then allegedly paid for an abortion. Oh, wow. <laughs> the girlfriend, when hearing this news, left town, said, see you later, Josh. And now Josh is hanging out with some Hollywood actress. Uh some people say that's all made up, but nonetheless, Josh Allen is a little bit more of a maybe edgier character than people want to believe. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't surprise me. Um, yeah. But, uh, it, you know, he didn't seem like a guy that was well-rooted in any sort of... <laughs> <laughs> You're saying he's a moron? <laughs> I'm just saying uh, I think that all he cares about is himself. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you know, I, I think that this is an excellent example of why there are so many men who are pro-abortion so that they can knock up women and not yeah. face the consequences of it. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. Um, I would say that's a rumor. We don't know if Josh has not verified the details of this story, but fair enough. <laughs> Another Bills quarterback, Rob Johnson. Oh, yeah. Remember him? He, I do. So Rob Johnson, for those who don't know, was quarterback in the late 90s for the Bills, had a big quarterback controversy with Doug Flutie. Anyway, the knock on Johnson was that he was hurt all the time and he took so many sacks. And I happened to listen to an interview with Rob Johnson. Not sure how I came across that. But anyway, he, uh, he explained that and he said, listen, like when I was playing quarterback, I, I played like every play was my last play. And I wanted to throw a touchdown and have a big pass play every play. 
And like on third down, like I was going to hold on to the ball to try to make a play. And if I got sacked, who cared? We were going to punt anyway. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't explain the sacks on first or second down. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it was sort of interesting to see his perspective of like, it wasn't that, you know, I it was deliberately taking sacks. It was, I really wanted to make a big play down the field. Sure. Um, so I just found that interesting. But the point that I'm bringing up for Rob Johnson, he's a California guy. Hmm. And he said, LA is a shithole. He said, California is a shithole. And he's embarrassed to be from California. Yeah. Nice. So he might be a conservative. Sounds like it might be the case. Yeah. I like it then. Yeah. I used to not like him, but yeah. <laughs> all it is all that political stuff. I mean, it changed just like that. <laughs> I'm an easy man to please. <laughs> He's got a pretty good looking wife. Yeah, he was a handsome guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this is uh, something I've wanted to talk about for a while now because he's such a unique character. Uh, the late Lanny Poffo. <laughs> we never discussed his passing on the podcast before. Really? Okay. Passed uh, unexpectedly. Of course, he was famous for his party trick of being able to suck his own dick. Yeah. Well, certainly famous amongst this group. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just funny because I remember you were telling your brother about it. and Well, you didn't tell your brother. Your brother said, oh, yeah, I saw Lanny Poffo. He presented himself really well. And he didn't know that he could suck his own dick. I just thought that was funny. (laughs) (laughs) He presented himself really well. (laughs) Made sure to uh, give him the full information. (laughs) So that he can make an informed decision. (laughs) Oh, my. All right. Well, that wraps it up. And... Yeah, I guess we covered everything we wanted to cover. So let us know what you think on social media platforms. Go Joe Biden. Go Joe Biden. (laughs) Go. Oh, there's a guy uh, just around the neighborhood. He has uh, Let's Go Brandon in his garage. And he also has Ron DeSantis sign in his front yard. Oh, nice. So there you go. Somebody I can relate to. And then the guy that you saw coming in here. Yeah, and one. I think he has two cars. One of his cars has a uh, "Make America Great Again" hat in it. Okay, so I probably should have uh, been nicer about him. Yeah, he could still be a weirdo. I didn't care for the way he was dressed. Oh yeah, he dressed like a slob. Yeah, it was almost like he had uh, like spandex, you know, yoga pants on <laughs> under his shorts or something. It was really weird. Uh, yeah. Um. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. Have a great day. Thanks for listening.